Good morning, Internet. Craig Chamberlain here with Wisdom Worth Knowing. This is going to be the second podcast of uh, the Wisdom Worth Knowing page on Facebook. Uh, you can join anytime. Just basically go to facebook.com slash wisdom worth knowing. Um, as I talked about yesterday, we have done some changes in the room I'm in at the very least. I, <laughs> I looked at the cast yesterday and I noticed that my my face was pretty dark because I used the the opposite angle. So hopefully the lighting is a little better on this one. And as always, I can see your comments on the live video. And as of right now, it is February 8th, 2022. And today we're going to be talking about never being a prisoner of your past. It's a, the top quote from yesterday um, on, the, on the Facebook page. And before I get started, just so you know, you can... You should check out Audible. Now, I do have a link. It should be in the description below. Uh, that will help support the, sh the show for now. So if you are interested in audiobooks, you get one free audiobook and a 30-day trial. You can cancel anytime. I use Audible every single day to keep up with audio with books because I can't read. i got a wife and kids. I really don't have much time to sit down and just read a book. Um, so Audible has been a lifesaver for me. So check that out in the description below. So today I'm going to get started on yesterday's post that everyone seemed to really like was never be a prisoner of your past is the first part. It was just a, a lesson, not a life sentence. Now, this one I really like because I know for a fact when I was especially I don't know if I don't know if it was just when I was a teenager or my early 20s, but when I made mistakes, or when I make mistakes, when I made mistakes when I was younger, it was way more difficult for me to learn to live with those mistakes. I did not realize that there was an entire group of people out there who, who learned not only to live with their mistakes, but they actually learned to leverage those mistakes into becoming better people. You know, and I don't know if it was just youth or I just didn't I just didn't fully grasp the concept when I was younger. Or maybe I thought my thought of myself as some kind of a machine or robot who should have never made mistakes, <laughs> which is ridiculous, of course. Um, or it was like this. I had this I've always had this kind of perfectionist mentality where, you know, everything I did has to be perfect. Uh, and I don't know if that's just a flaw of youth or if it was just me. I, I don't know. Uh, but this never be a prisoner of your past. I like that. I like that they use the word prisoner because you can get so wrapped up in one mistake you've made or a bunch of mistakes you've made to the point of it absolutely like demolishing your self-esteem, and it's like so non-constructive. Uh, I get the I get the appeal, right? Because you're like, well, if I don't if I don't hang on to it, the mistake I made, and constantly remind myself that I made that mistake, maybe I'll make it again. So, I mean, I think the logic is there, you know, where it's like, I, I, if I just keep reminding myself of how terrible of a person I was, that I will somehow prevent myself from, from ever doing it again. So I get the logic, but that's like fear-based motivation. Um, and I don't necessarily think it's super constructive because I have learned that it is actually better to have a love-based motivation 
In other words, like you, you do have to have that healthy self-esteem in yourself. And I don't mean like this sense of pride, like, like I'm the greatest person on the planet. What I mean is like, you have to have a healthy view of yourself so that you take care of yourself. And so really it wasn't until probably my late twenties that I started to grasp this concept. Cause there's a lot of books I started reading that, that kind of helped with this idea. And the general principle behind what a lot of people write about is that, hey, you are a work in progress, right? So you need to kind of sit down and accept the fact that mistakes are actually not only part of life, but they're actually necessary so that you can kind of step up through each mistake and learn something from each mistake and then grow as a human being. So like, that's actually like the process that we should go through. So the second part of this, uh, this post we were looking at that was really popular yesterday was never be a prisoner of your past. It was just a lesson, not a life sentence, right? And a lot of that stuff can be harder to move past than other things. Like I, the, depending on how much you carry it or how, how heavy it is that you carry, uh, the not a life sentence is an important part. Because I do think that we do have to go through a process, right? We don't just wake up one morning and we're over it. It's like, oh, yeah, I screwed up, you know, like, oh, well. I mean, I guess some people can do that. I'm, I'm not super great at it. But I do feel like we have to go through, like, this mental process of transitioning from mistake, now I feel guilty for it, now I have to live with myself, and so now you have to go through like this whole process of self-acceptance. Like, okay, I guess this is just, this is a part of my life now, right? This is like, I have to reconcile the fact that I thought I was going to be this way, but now I'm realizing maybe I'm, maybe this is something I'm going to struggle with, or maybe this is something I'm, I'm going to have to work through. And so the goal though, is to make it not the life sentence, right? It's to, to be able to move past that, that permanently holding on to a thing. And maybe that'll take you a day. Maybe it'll take you a moment. Well, maybe it'll take you 10 minutes to move past it. So say, take a breath. All right. I screwed up. What did I learn from this? Uh, another good actual quote that was really popular in one of my posts was, um, on one of the posts I shared was, you know, the, don't ask, why is this happening to me? Ask, what is this teaching me? So you'll, you'll do that 10 minutes or maybe it'll be a day or maybe it'll be a week or maybe you'll be depressed for a month, or maybe you'll be depressed for a year. I've hung on to stuff for, I mean, I can still think of some things that, that still creep in, you know, like there's certain things that you, you hang on to for a decade, you know, it just depends on, on the thing, but we really need to kind of move away from that because we need to have value ourselves because it's really difficult to take care of yourself if you don't look at yourself in a positive way. If you're, if you're hanging on to all these negative things that you've done in the past and you're hanging on to all of your sins, so to speak, then it's very hard to look at yourself in a positive way so that you can take care of yourself. It's hard to wake up in the morning and go to work and think you're going to do a good job and love people properly and take care of people properly. If you're sitting there thinking you're a piece of crap, right? It just, it just is, it's just harder, you know, and there's no sense in continuing to abuse yourself because of mistakes you've made in the past. So, not a good thing. Um, let me see if there's anything else I can really think about. And I'd like to know your thoughts, by the way. This is a live stream. I can see everybody's comments. And hi, uh, I think 
and you know, I, forgive me if I never pronounce. I know we've been friends for a long time. Yasur, is it Yasur Atra? Hi. Um, I saw your comment on there in the uh, in the comment section, and I am actually trying to figure out here how to watch you guys live. Hang on, uh, hang on, feedback. There we go. So I can't tell if I'm watching it live right now or not. I can hear my dog barking in the background. That's always good. Oh, there you go. And Nisa. Nisa, I can't pronounce that. Is it uh, Prafakarn? Man, I'm, I'm not good with names already in general. So that one was a tough one too. But... Um, yeah, I think that was a good that's a good topic for today. Don't hold on to your past. Drop the rock is what they always say, you know. Um, there's actually a really good book on that. It is called Drop the Rock. It was actually a book that was written for people in either AA or NA or um, uh, but it's about basically learning to stop hating yourself. Like that's not a, a good way to uh to progress but um anyway so at the what i decided on the uh, actual show structure is i'm going to open up with the most popular post from yesterday or maybe posts so that way if we spend some time kind of going over because I, I did notice that there's a bunch of stuff that happens like i'll post something and i won't expect it to go i won't expect it to go super well you know, I'll post something and I'll be like, mm, this one might be great. And then I'll post something like, oh, everybody's going to love this. But sometimes I'll post something and I'll think it's going to go really well. And like, nobody, nobody likes it. So I'm like, okay, apparently only I like that one. And then other times I will post something and I'll be like, eh, this is all right. And then like, everybody loves it. And it's like, it goes to show you, I have no idea what people like. So that's why I like letting the posts kind of dictate the content because, and, and what the, the talking point's going to be because what what's going on in my head isn't necessarily kind of like what the community is is kind of connecting with but um one of the one of the members here and i i haven't decided if i should say everybody's names but i mean it is public Mr. Atra said a, a lot of us struggle with do with doing mistakes especially when you're a perfectionist and that's true because I don't know where perfectionism comes from, but I've, I've always, I have my, it was up until probably my thirties that I struggled with perfectionism and it's, it kind of is a double-edged sword because there's some good things that come with perfectionism too. Like there's definitely benefits. So especially when you're looking at your work. Like, you can sit there and really obsess about doing something very well. And because of the obsessing, it really does come out very, very awesome. So, like, the, the benefits of perfectionism, of course, are uh, your attention to detail, right? So you can literally sit there and just run it through your head over and over and over and over again like a hamster wheel. You know, like nonstop, nonstop. But the the other side of that sword is the the downside of what I called analysis paralysis. And I'm going to give you just a silly example. I have a house project that I have to work on, for example. 
and this this happened a lot when I first moved into my house. And this was my first house. I would look at a project, and because I could not do it perfectly, because I first of all I've never done a certain project before. Let's say it's a plumbing job, something as simple as my pipe underneath my sink is leaking. This actually happened. I will sit there and analyze, look up YouTube videos, contemplate all the different options I have. I will literally spend days thinking about the right way to do something. And that's the downside of perfectionism, right? It's like, it's really hard to just jump into it and get messy, right? And, and kind of let the process run itself, like run its own course. So as long as you're aware of that, like you're like, I'm a perfectionist. I know when to harness this perfectionism. I'm going to use it when I'm working on, an, on a work project in which the attention to detail is super important. As long as you know when to leverage the perfectionism, it's an awesome trait to have. But when it comes to like, like the normal process of learning something new, which is generally super messy, you got to be careful not to let the perfectionism like cripple you from being able to actually start, get started. That's always a big one. And a buddy of mine and me talk about that pretty often. It's like, if I just, just jump into it, you know, and this actually, I got, I've gotten better at over the years. It actually takes practice. If you just jump into a project and just embrace the mess, embrace the chaos, at least that way you'll learn something new. You know, don't let it cripple you. So that's the important thing with, with perfectionism. Know when to, when to leverage it and know when it's like, you know what? This is going to be messy. It's not going to be perfect, but it's going to get the job done. Jump into it. So thanks for sharing that. But it is true. I... I think you can find a balance between perfectionism and and just embracing kind of the messiness of certain processes. So I think that's a, a good share. Thank you for sharing that. User Atra. I think I pronounced it right. I think you said I did. So now as a secondary part of all of these, and, and like I said um, Yesterday, I was going to be doing a daily devotion. I'm still going to do that. I'm going to put it at the end of the video. So we're going to be doing that here shortly. Um, and it actually, there's another podcaster I listened to. And he did this for a while. He stopped doing it. But he put the uh, the devotion at the end of the video. That way, if people are like, okay, I don't really want to listen to the whole devotional thing. They can kind of duck, duck out, you know, and, and towards the end of it. Um, because I know a lot, a lot of people aren't super comfortable with that part of it, but I think it's important, um, especially if a lot of the reason I'm making this is also for, you know, my kids can watch it later. So, and it's also, honestly, it's important for me <laughs> to sit down every day and kind of dig deep into something. Um, yeah, so we're going to do that shortly. Um, Yasir actually had a uh, follow-up to that. She said, uh, even when it's on an emotional side, perfectionism, very true. Uh, we expect too much of ourselves that we push ourselves to feel too much or not feel at all. That's a fascinating concept, actually. Emotional perfectionism. Give me a minute to think about that. Because like you said, like I was just talking about tasks. Task-based perfectionism. Emotional perfectionism. Interesting. Okay, so yeah, I can definitely think of I can definitely think of some few examples in my life, like right off the bat. Um, is you you will compare yourself to people who are stronger than you, 
in terms of how you're supposed to react to something. Let's say you get, let's say there's a death in the family, right? There can be an emotional perfectionism to that in which you feel like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. And this is how I think I should be feeling. And, and actually I've done this a lot. I, I can actually think of a lot of examples in which I don't, I'm not where I think I should be yet emotionally. And so I will beat myself up because I'm not there yet. Like, cause everybody knows, like if somebody passes away that you have to go through a grieving process, right? So like you got to go through that whole and everybody grieves differently. You know, some people get angry, some people get sad, some people get, some people actually become super loving. It just kind of depends on the person. Um, some people grieving can be a short-term process. It can be a long-term process. Of course, it depends on how close you are to the person or animal or whatever passed away. The perfectionist mentality is, okay, I need to get to acceptance. Like you don't go through the stages of grief. You're just like, okay, I need accept. I need to be at acceptance today. And people are like, well the person passed away like yesterday you know it's like so the emotional perfection has to be like no but i need to be at acceptance now why am i not there yet why am i not there why have i not accepted it yet and so then you'll beat yourself up because you're just like why am i so sad why am i so angry um so i think that i think you're spot on there i think emotional perfectionism is very unhealthy too because i just i still stick with that that phrase i read in that book that drop the rock book where you can't open you can't open flowers with sledgehammers or no god doesn't open flowers with sledgehammers right like a flower has to grow over time like it starts at a seed and it just slowly grows and if you sit there and stare at it the whole time it's doing it you're like why aren't you a flower yet why aren't you a flower yet why aren't you a flower yet you will drive yourself insane right some flowers grow fast some grow slow some it's just it's sometimes it's just a process right and we need to see ourselves as human beings who have to go through a process you know we have to go through a process whether it's grief whether it's anger whether it's sadness whatever it is or whether it's something we're struggling with and we're trying to a diet a diet's a perfect example everybody everybody struggles with a diet i struggled with a diet for years and i finally this year have gotten consistently better with it like why am i not there yet you know, like emotionally, why, why don't I just stop doing this? Um, but going through that process is, like you said, it's, it's extremely important to love yourself through that process and just say, okay, well, this is just the process I have to go through. And I do honestly think that as you gain more life experience, that process does become shortened. I think, I think just through experience, you're like, okay, I'm not there yet, right? But I'll, I'll get there. And so because you can kind of just accept yourself through that process, eventually, I think you do get better at grieving. You do get better at develop, developing skills uh, that are disciplined, at exercising regularly. Um, so that was a good one. All right. So I think we've already gone for about... Uh, so thank you for stopping by. Uh it's been fun having coffee with you this morning, and we're going to get after it today, try to be the best version of ourselves we can be, and remember, what is it here? We have, fear is not, I got to pull it back up. I want to close with our, with our message for today we talked about, and do not forget.
never be a prisoner of your past. It was just a lesson, not a life sentence. Have a wonderful day, everybody.